and she went another 15 miles on fumes. She told me to sell, so we're gonna go on a date. She and me, her and I, me and her. Well, Dad, we were kind of hoping to save that till after dinner. No, no, I want to hear about it now. <laughs> Maxine said if they need help, they would give me a call. <laughs> so you're leaving. You wanna know why? Because I got ya. I'm amazed at how that boy could stand in my kitchen in front of my face and lie to me like that. I'm going to stand up to Mrs. Huxtable. Well, I don't think you want to do that. Your wife won't let you do anything. Hi. My name is Miriam Temeskin, and this is the Black TV Show Podcast, currently talking about the Cosby Show Season 3. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Episode 60, the Cosby Show Season 3, Episode 12, Cliff in Charge. The episode aired December 18th, 1986. Um, We do see uh, Felicia in this episode for a quick second, it seems like. Um, and then I think after this episode, we might not see her for a few more episodes because at that point she had her baby Condola. Um, as I said, in almost every episode, I'm like, she's covering her baby bump all like whenever we see her, uh, in this episode, we, all we see her is her sitting at a table. So of course that covers her baby bump. So the synopsis of this episode is Claire is asked to help plan the celebration that honors the retiree president of Hillman College. While she is gone for 10 days, Cliff has to take care of the house and the children. Uh, So basically, uh, Claire gets this letter from Hillman saying that, you know, they're inviting her to be on the board of, uh, to plan the celebration for Dr. Haynes, I believe that's his name, which we will meet in the last episode, the season finale of this uh, season. Uh, And he is retiring in June. He has worked 53 years. Man, that is a long time. He is in his 80s. Uh, it's it, That means he really enjoyed his job. He dedicated his life to his career. Um, you know, because most people retire by the time they're 65. You know, if they're financially good, especially like a president of a university, you think they're financially good. So he really loved his, his job. So for 53 years, that's a good on him. And so, but then Cliff was like, why didn't they ask me? I'm a discontent. <laughs> remember the I can't remember the exact word but he he's like as a, he's one of the special students of the school and Claire was like I, I don't think so you know but she plays along and says yeah yeah you're too you're too big for this role uh, they didn't want you to upstage the pre- the president and and he was like yeah I agree with you on that and so uh we uh so then also Claire mentions that uh, Anna who is Cliff's mom uh, would love to go to Hillman with her to go see Denise because you know Denise currently is there studying and so they're off to Hillman and so we uh it's I don't know if this is later in the day or it's the next day but it's Russell comes he is coming to help Cliff take care of the kids because uh, Claire is not there anymore Uh, and they purpose the writers probably purposely did this because of Claire being pregnant because we know we we couldn't show her pregnant because then that kind of ruins her character basically and so he is coming over to help but he says he's gonna pay his own way uh with uh, for the next five days for food hot water entertainment um he even picked up some groceries for himself and so then Cliff says, you know, you don't need to do it. Your money is no good here, okay? We're family, basically. Vanessa and Rudy come home from school, and they said, hi, you know, Grandpa, but they ignore Cliff. 
And Cliff was like, what about me? And they were like, everybody was like, hi, dad. And so then uh, Russell got chocolate chip cookies for the kids. And they really, really want them. But Cliff was like, you know, and uh, they were like, please, 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 please. And so he's like, okay, one. And uh, Cliff was like, oh, can I have one? And Russell's like, no, this will turn right to fat. That is so mean. Okay, you're letting your grandchildren have cookies, but you will not let your son have cookies? No, no, no. Cookies are for everyone. Well, of course, you know. There's a lot of high sugar in there. But, you know, cookies are the best thing about, especially chocolate chip cookies, okay? Um, you know, sorry, it's, it's it's very deep with me. You know, I love cookies. It's chocolate chip cookies. I'm thinking of them right now, how good they are. Though, especially the chewy ones, you know? Uh, it's, oh, now I kind of want to go get some chocolate chip cookies right now. I digress. Uh, so the phone rings and Vanessa picks it up and it's Claire and she asks, uh, you know, what what is Vanessa eating? Because, you know, she could hear her chewing while talking. And she's like, oh, it's a chocolate chip cookie. And so Claire is not happy. So she wants to talk to Cliff. And then uh, Cliff takes the phone and then apparently Anna takes the phone and asks to talk to Russell. And then Russell tells uh, Cliff that Anna wants to talk to him. So it was basically back and forth. Um, and then finally it's it ends up Russell having to talk to Anna. And while this is happening, Cliff starts eating some of the cookies. <laughs> you know, he's, he's like, I don't care what my father said. I'm going to have some cookies. So it's nighttime. Uh, so Russell's reading a newspaper and he's reading the abutraries. And I just butchered that word. I don't know why I couldn't say that. Uh, he, uh, which is about, you know, all the people that passed away. Um, and uh, apparently he does this all the time. <laughs> Uh, I guess I guess he's reading it just to see if some of his, his friends are in there. You know, I guess once you get to a particular age, you, you know, you want to know. Most of the people that are dying are usually your friends, unfortunately. Um, but it's very random. And even Cliff was like, you do this all the time? And he's like, yeah, all the time at home. And so the phone rings. And it's a lady for Theo. But the person, like, laughs and then hangs up the phone. And Cliff was... Like, you know, he asked that person for a, a name and a message, and they just hanged up on him. And Russell says, like, you know, I got a few of those other calls from other ladies, too, and they called him a dog, and they laughed. And so Theo comes home from wrestling, uh, wrestling practice, and Theo is confused by the messages that Russell uh, gave him in terms of the phone calls that he got. And uh, when he realized that Russell says, you know, they were girls, he's like, who is it? Who, who are these girls? And then he, Russell's like, I don't know. They never left their names. And Theo says, something strange is going on. <laughs> so, uh, and Russell says, yeah, it might be that you're becoming a Huxtable man. Uh, it's coming out of you. And Cliff says, yeah, a Huxtable man blossoms and becomes big. <laughs> and so the phone rings and it's another girl that, and, and Theo picks up the phone and he, you know, asks who that person is, and they wouldn't say, except that they're in the, a certain homeroom. And then they hanged up the phone. And we end Act 1, and we go on to Act 2. Uh, Russell's cleaning around the house, basically, because there's nothing else to do. Uh, and he sees uh, some pencils all chewed up, and he recognizes that Cliff has been chewing that because he's had this bad habit since the first grade. Um, and uh, uh, Russell says this is a sign of high anxiety. And Cliff says that that is a high anxiety area. That's where I pay bills. Um, and so Cliff, uh, you know, asks Russell, do you want to have some papaya juice? And Russell's like, yeah, of course. You know, in fact, they have high on vitamin A and C. 
um, and they have uh, very effective digestive enzyme papapinin. <laughs> Say this wrong. Someone that, see, this is sad. Someone that actually studied this kind of stuff in school, and I can't even pronounce it. Papapinin. I'm saying that wrong, but they said it correctly in the show. So Russell looks into the drawers and notice that, you know, the foods are not all packed up properly. And Russell tells Cliff that, you know, you might have a problem with ants. Uh, they will come and eat all of them up and have you will have a full house of ants. And Cliff is like, there is no ants in this house. <laughs> so we don't have this issue. And Rudy comes home with Kenny, or I guess in Rudy's case, Bud. Um, and Russell... Uh, uh, so they say hi and uh, Russell says hi to them and Kenny's like oh I have a grandpa too and Russell says what's his name and Kenny was like grandpa what <laughs> he because Russell's asking him for a specific name not the title of what that person's related to you know um, so but you know they're kids so you can't really get mad at them and so um, Rudy asks, like, can they play outside? And uh, Cliff says, uh, you need to wear hats. And so Rudy's like, okay, we'll go get them. And so they leave. And Russell says to Cliff that they look like a happy team. And Cliff says, yes, only for three minutes. And then they will begin arguing again. And Russell says, oh, I don't believe it. And Cliff says, I hope you're right, but you're not. <laughs> made me laugh because like I, you you know as a parent you already know your children's habits so it's like for someone that's not that doesn't see the everyday life they can't really assume things are gonna go a certain way the parents know their children well and Cliff really knows his daughter because when we go into the living room Rudy gives Kenny Theo's hat and Rudy's about to open the door and uh, Kenny says wait I have to open the door for you and Rudy was like no you don't and he's like yes I do I, it's it's a man's job uh, and Rudy's a woman and uh, and like he basically says a man is op has to open the door for a woman and Ke like and Rudy's like who said that and Kenny's like my brother he's 19 years old and he knows everything and Rudy says uh, Sandra says a woman can do anything are we seeing a repeat right here from previous episodes with Sandra and Elvin? Kenny is the new Elvin. What is with these children picking men that are like this, that have these ideas? What is this? Was this the how 80s were like where, you know, all the men had these bad ideas of what a relationship should be like? Um... And especially for, uh, I believe they're, she's seven at this point. At a seven, at seven years old, you you choose a kid that's uh, has this kind of ideas. He's seven, for God's sakes. You know, like it's it's crazy that he already has his mindset. So he's like the second version of Elvin. And so Kenny says, you know, a woman uh, can do what a man says. And Rudy says, not her. And Kenny says, uh, <laughs> uh, you will never get married. And Kenny also says, you know, in order for you to get married, you would have to stay home and cook and wash clothes. And Rudy says, no, no, a woman can have any job she wants. And Rudy, I was like, I need to take that hat back because you just are disrespecting me, basically. And Kenny, of course, Kenny and Rudy, of course, starts fighting just like what Cliff said to Russell because, you know, Cliff knows everything. And so Cliff and Russell come to solve the issue um, and they keep fighting back and forth. And finally, Cliff was like, hey, and he tries to talk to Kenny and says to Kenny, 
Elvin. Because it's a basically a repeat story of what has been happening with Sandra and Elvin. So you literally forgot Kenny's name and called him Elvin. And so Kenny was like, who? <laughs> I'm not Elvin, you know? And Cliff was like, oh, sorry, Kenny. And so Cliff um, like basically talked to them and says, you know, I'm going to open the door for, for both of you. Not because, you know, someone says so, because I am throwing you out of the house. And so they leave the house. And Russell says, you know, you handle that well. And he's like, yeah, I had a great teacher. And so Theo comes home from school and Theo has a note from the principal. And Cliff is like, why do you have this note? And the reason why he's been getting all those phone calls from the girls uh, from school is because they picked him as thoroughbred of the week. I don't know what thoroughbred, what, what is thoroughbred? <laughs> I've never heard of that word. Um, so he, like he was saying like the winner and I'm like, okay. So they pick a guy from the junior year and put his name on the number. <laughs> they put his name and number in the girl's bathroom and he, they pick Theo for this week. And so when Theo found out, he went to the girl's washroom and he started scribbling over his name and, uh, the principal caught him and sent a note to, Cl uh, for Cliff to sign. So Cliff signs it and Theo's off off to his room and so russell tells cliff you know raising kids now seems way more difficult than it was raising like cliff and cliff says you know you should have thought of <laughs> sorry <laughs> this makes me laugh you should have thought that when you gave me the curse you, sh you should have thought about that when you gave me the curse um that he hoped that he <laughs> he has some children that as the same as exactly the way that cliff act so mean to say to your children to say you want your child to have nice kids themselves so why would why would russell put this curse on cliff we don't know and so rudy so it's later at night and russell is sleeping with rudy in rudy's bed apparently he read a a story to Rudy and he just ended up falling asleep and uh, it's 2.15 in the morning and Cliff needs to go to the hospital and Cliff tells uh, Russell to go sleep in Cliff's room and so Russell is able to go there and like Russell's seeing how hard Cliff's life is where he has to be up half the night to go to work and at the same time raising these kids and so it's the next day and he's home at 11 a.m. Cliff all he wants to do is take a nap on the couch and Cliff says that, you know, and he can't go to bed because he has to go back to the hospital soon for another delivery. And so Vanessa and Theo come home. So so Cliff goes, in to, goes to the couch to rest and Russell goes to get a blanket for them. And, uh, and so Vanessa and Theo come home from somewhere, I'm not sure. And they come home and they were supposed to go shopping. But Russell tells them that you got to forget that, you know, your dad is tired. And Russell talks to them about, you know, at his age, as uh, when he was their age, he had to go chop wood, teed up the house. And Theo doesn't understand what the, what is the point of him telling this story. Russell is saying he, the point is that he's trying to get children to be more helpful with parents, you know, help around the house. So Theo and Vanessa says, uh, decide to go and do their homework and they leave. And Russell puts a blanket on Cliff. And Russell doesn't realize uh, how much activities ha happens in this house. And Russell decides to say, you know, he's very proud of Cliff raising his kids. And so Cliff asked Russell to tell the story. And I just realized I skipped over. So basically, uh, the night before, the reason why Russell was stuck with 
uh, Rudy was because he told a story with uh, about a bear and a wolf. And when Cliff found out, he was like, wait, I wanted to hear that story because like, apparently this is probably his childhood story that his dad used to tell him. And so at, now we fast forward to this point where, uh, you know, Cliff asked Russell to tell him the story. And so he starts telling the story. But of course, the phone rings because there's a pregnant la- a lady ready to go into labor. And Russell was like, oh, you need to, you actually have to go. And Cliff was like, yeah, I have to go. And Russell says, I'll give you a ride. And at the same time, I will finish the story. And uh, he finishes the story and the episode ends right there. So we had two guest stars on this episode. We had Earl Hyman, who plays Russell, of course, and Dion Richmond, who plays Kenny. And the lesson for this episode is parenting is hard work. So the question I have for this episode is what is your favorite childhood story since, you know, Cliff, still as the age that he was at, he enjoyed hearing his father talk about one of his favorite childhood stories. So I decided that would be the question for this episode. So let me know what is your favorite childhood story using the hashtag CliffInCharge. And uh, we haven't done this in a long, long time. So we will do it for this show, for this episode, which is Black Show of the Week. (laughs) I wish there was more sound effects to this. But uh, for this week, uh, I decided to choose uh, The Proud Family. Uh, So instead of a normal just sitcom and all that, I chose an animation show. Because I fell in love with the Proud Family when I was a child. Uh, watch, you know, when in Canada we didn't have the at the time we didn't have Disney Channel. We used we now have Disney Channel as it is at this point in time, but back in the day we didn't. So it was on a channel called Family, and so we were I was able to watch it every day. So uh, the show uh, aired between September fifteenth, two thousand one, to August nineteenth, uh, two thousand five. Uh, there's only two seasons, so they really like spread it apart throughout the four years. And so basically the synopsis of the show is 14-year-old Penny Proud is growing up. She's trying to gain her independence and faces typical teenage experience in junior high. With the help of her parents, Trudy and Oscar, and her uh, grandma, Sugar Mama, Penny faces uh, all sorts of comedic events. So... Penny Proud was voiced by uh, Kyla Pratt. We all know her from, like, everything, I feel like. Um, I, I, in terms of films, she, one of the films that I really know her from was uh, Love and Basketball. She did such a good job on that. And the sh- previous, I think, Black Show of the Week, we did Smart Guy. She was on Smart Guy uh, for a few episodes, actually. So she plays the 14-year-old African-American girl who is usually embarrassed by her father, Oscar. She enjoys hanging out with her friends, even though they have gotten her into trouble or left her facing danger by herself many times. And then we have Dijonay Jones, voiced by Karen Mullane uh, White. Am I, I feel like I'm saying her la- that middle name wrong. By the way, Karen, she, she's in the Cosby show. She's in the last two episodes. Sorry, why is that two episodes? The last two seasons. And of course, she will be in the last season of A Different World. Uh, so she plays Dijanae uh, Jones. It's crazy to think about that. But it, once you hear her, the, when you watch the show, you're like, oh yeah, that's her. You can tell her voice real quick. 
So she plays Penny's selfish, untrusting uh, best friend, and she has an obsess- obsessive crush on Sticky. She loves to gossip and has gotten Penny in trouble many times. Eventually, Penny gets fed up with DJNA and mistreating her and completely loses her trust with her, uh, They though they still remain friends. DJNA's name is a pun on the name of Best uh, Foods Hellman's Dijon Mustard. And she has nine younger siblings, all named after Spice Seasoning's condiments. Bibi and Cece Proud, voiced by Tara Strong. Penny's troubled making baby fraternal twins, uh, siblings. Bibi is a boy with an afro and always has a bottle in his mouth. While Cece is a girl uh, with brown hair and pink dress. Bibi and Cece are named after the gospel music brother and sister duo, Bibi and Cece Winnens. I can't say that. I'm sorry. I keep saying name, the last name so wrong. I'm sorry. I'm, I really need someone on here to just like say n- names because I have a hard time pronouncing names. Then we have Puff the Dog, voiced by Tara Strong also, uh, who is Sugar Mama's beloved pet poodle. We have Sugar Mama pr- uh, Proud, voiced by Joe Marie Payton, wrestling loving paternal grandmother to a penny, Oscar and uh, Bobby's mother, and Trudy's mother-in-law, who uh, does Tai Bo. I think that's it. It's like a karate kind of thing. Uh, she is very nice, but uh, sassy and always gets straight to the point when she talks. Trudy Proud, voiced by Paula J. Park, uh, the veterinary uh, mother of Penny, Bibi, and Cece, wife of Oscar. She comes from a rel- relatively wealthy family, includes her father, who is a doctor, and her sister, Diana, who is a famous actress. She often gives uh, Penny advice when Penny is in trouble. And then we have Oscar Proud, voiced by Tommy Davidson, uh, who uh, you probably all know him from In Living Color. Uh, he uh, is the overprotective father, his hyperactive, immature, childish, but still a well-mannered man. Oscar owns and operates his own snack food business called Proud Snacks, who, uh, whose products are uh, pretty disgusting, and yet he managed to stay in business. I don't know why. And we have Zoe voiced by Soleil Moonfriar. I'm saying, I just realized I didn't know who she was until like recently or I guess a few months ago. Uh, she actually has um, a documentary called Kid 90 where she basically, you know, before the sh- social media time where she would record like her whole life. Like she's videotaping her everyday experience. She's from a, um, a show called forgot the name it also came out around the same time as uh the cosby show uh so i apologize i don't know why i can't remember uh but she was in a kid show and then she's just been like she was a child star and uh she was able to record and like i saw mark paul glossling who uh was in uh say by the bell on there and like all these other actors so it's a pretty cool documentary make sure to check it out i p- believe it's on hulu but yeah so she's playing zoe Zoe's a geeky, timid, shy, uh, kind, smart, and one of the few white characters in the show, friends with Penny Proud. And then I'm going to probably butcher what I'm about to say. Lasigana Boulevards, voiced by Alicia Rise, Penny's Latino frenemy, and the daughter of Felix and Sunset Boulevard is. Uh, they named after the, the two streets. 
um, that are in Los Angeles that are arterial roads that meet in West Hollywood, California. Uh, and Sticky Webb, voiced by Orlando Brown, who is also in the show That's So Raven. Uh, he is Penny's other best friend. He is shown to, as a cool de- tech nerd who is able to build and hack any type of device uh, and also does not really like DeJanae Jones. Um, and then we have the Gross Sisters, voiced by Raquel Lee, the neighborhood bullies who also uh, who are also almost always seen together, who go around stealing money from students, faculty, and even parents, including their own. Uh, all the guest stars that were part of the, either the show or the movie, because there was also a movie after, because I feel like with Disney uh, Channel, they tend to do that, where it's like the show, and then because they have this 100 episode rule where they can't go over 100 episodes, and so then they usually do a movie afterwards, so they, they did it with Proud Family. They didn't do it with Bess or even because I believe they went like all the way to the 100 episode mark. But all these other kid shows like Lizzie McGuire, Hannah Montana, all these other shows, they've had like a movie afterwards. So this is even stars that were in the movie. So we had Cedric the Entertainer, Arsenio Hall, Eris uh, Spears, uh, Carlos uh, Mendenes, uh, Chris Summer, Ray J, Kel, Kel Mitchell, Dorian Wilson, Stevie U, Steve Harvey, Vivica A. Fox, Samuel L. Jackson, Raven Simone, Shia LaBeouf, Big Boy, Sean Robertson, Shar Jackson, Lamont B- Bentley, Cheryl Lee uh, Ralph, Little Romeo, or I guess now Romeo, uh, Vanessa Williams, Most Def, uh, Monique, Solange Knowles, Dave, uh, David Allen Greer, uh, Wendy w- Raquel w- uh, Roberts, Cicely Tyson, Anthony Anderson, Gabrielle Union, Kim Whitley, Al Roker, uh, Kobe, the late great Kobe Bryant, Tisha Campbell, John Witherspoon, Kirk Franklin, Ashanti, Roscoe Lee Brown, Smokey Robertson, Jennifer Lewis, Mariah Carey, Rondo Watts, Alicia Keys, Randy Jackson. What a list of people. Damn. And to think about it, the theme song of this uh, the theme song of this show is sung by Solange Knowles and Destiny's Child. What a great, like, first for an animation show. I think this is, like, one of the best anima- animation show that is stacked up, honestly, with very famous celebrities here. Um, and so it's such a great show. Uh, they also did a crossover episode with Leo, Lena. Leo and Stitch in 2005. Uh, as I said, they had a TV movie called The Proud Family Movie in 2005. And uh, at some point this year, there will there is a reboot called The Proud Family Louder and Prouder that is coming to Disney+. Plus, and you can currently stream The Proud Family on Disney+. Plus. So the next episode is episode 61, The Cosby Show Season 3, episode 13, Monsters Man Huxtable. And we will end this podcast off with the theme song of the Proud Family sung by Solange Knowles and the Destiny's Child. I will see you all on the next one. The Proud Family. What? You and me will always be tied. Family every single day and night. Even when you start to acting like a fool. You know I'm loving every single thing you do. I know that I can always be myself.
ain't no family. 